Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards, the most incendiary host on these here airwaves, at least till Kim Wade gets here from four to six. <laughs> I'm joined here live in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios by my good friend and yours, Mr. Sean Yurtkaran. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Clay. How you doing? I'm good this morning, dude. I got a good night's sleep, went to bed a little early, and uh, slept good. I, I was so tired yesterday, man. I don't know okay. why particularly, but I was wore out by the time I got, I didn't even work out last night. I was like, I ain't, uh, I'm going to bed. You work out in the evenings usually? Yeah. And man, if I could pivot that to mornings mm-hmm. and, and, and I may try to do that over the little holiday stretch here. Yeah. If I could get to bed an hour earlier and get up an hour earlier, it would, it would make a huge difference because I've always been a workout in the morning guy. Yeah, always, that's I am too. Always was. Because if you can do the most physically taxing thing you're going to do all day before you do anything else, mm-hmm. then it's good. Cause it is easy to to want to find things to do in the evening. Yeah. Oh, God. But I will say this about the working guy in the evening time. Once you get in that rhythm and you're committed to it, it keeps you from going out, going out and doing other stuff because you got bored. Like drinking. Yeah, like that's, exactly. that, that's the one good thing about it, right? Drinking, going out to eat on a Tuesday night, yeah. you know, or whatever the case may be. Right. It, it can't, it does help with that. Yeah, yeah, but I could see that. But you're just limited, you know, as a, not, not a single guy, but a guy that lives by himself, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I've, I still got to cook dinner. I still got to do all the things that I do around the house right. before I go to bed every night. So trying to squeeze all that in between working out is... You know, just logistics. I, I've made it work. You know, I do a lot of meal prep and mm-hmm. eat leftovers a few days a week, and same this, here. That, and the other, so yeah. When you're a single guy, you you live in a house, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, it's it's keeping up a house by yourself is tough, man. I got my own house in Bellhaven, and you're like, God bless. Sometimes I'm like, I wish I went back to my old apartment downtown where I didn't have to deal with all the stuff at the house. Like buying a house was like the worst decision I've ever made. Well, no, that's not true. There's a lot of bad decisions I've made, but, but that is, that is, it's really tough to keep it up by yourself. Uh, I, I will say this and I, I don't even know if she's listening right now or not, but I, the girl I've been seeing for the last little while, yeah, she, she has been a big help with, with helping with the house. I mean, mm-hmm. she works over there by it. So she'll, she'll clean up some and help out around the house a good bit. So that has been a godsend because I'll do it, but it, sometimes it'll pile up, and, like, and I'll just sound like I'll snap and be like, "Okay, I got to mop the floor. These dishes aren't going to do yeah. themselves." Like you'd be amazed at how many dishes one human being can go through. Oh, I know. I, I thought about that this morning before I came here. I was uh, going to unload the dishwasher, and I was like, "You know what? I just live here by myself. Why don't I just leave them clean and take them out of the dishwasher and use them as I go?" I do <laughs> yeah, that. Too. I you know? do that too. Like I was like, nobody else is here. Why do I? Why am I doing this? Look, I, for the first six months that I lived in that house, maybe seven. I've been there since August, so however long that's been. Mm-hmm. Up until about a month ago, we were at Walmart and we passed by some silverware. And I was mm-hmm. like, I've had four forks, four spoons. 
Yeah. And I do have a lot of knives. I have like a nice knife set. Right. And all guys like do. Some, we all do. Yeah. We all have a nice knife set. Like one fork and a really awesome knife set. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. look, let's just be honest. I will use the knife as a fork. Oh, a, yeah. A, absolutely. A, in a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> so... So I finally bought some more silverware, and I'll be damned, now all 36 forks will end up in the sink before I wash a single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Did you, do you have mismatched dishware, too? Uh, no. Okay, so at the, at my last house, I had to, we started from scratch as far as like everything. Yeah. And um, I, we were having my parents over, everybody over from Mother's Day a couple of years ago, and I went to Walmart and bought all matching plates. Mm-hmm. You said dish, what you mean like dip, plates, right? Yeah, yeah, it's plates, plates, yeah. yeah, yeah. And plates. I don't own a damn bowl. I found that. Right. I, I, I remember this every time I need a bowl that I don't own any bowls. So I end up using like some Tupperware. Yeah. As, like if I want to heat up some soup or. Dude, same. <laughs> same. Like, I've got to go get some bowls. And I'll buy the, like the plastic ones. But what I usually end up doing with them is uh, giving them, use, use them for my dogs. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Oh, my dog's got a nicer bowl than I do. I like do my dog is my dog eats better, his health care is better, her health is better. It's uh and you know, like ever since I got divorced, every girl I've dated has come over and like, you know, you're in your forties, like, could you buy a plate that, that matches to other plates? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I guess I got like a plastic plate and then like a you know, nice plate from like yeah. probably a wedding I've had or whatever. And uh, uh, you know that like you just collect these things over the years. I have eight matching plates, but that is the only thing I have. Okay, like you're better than me then. You've got matching. eight I don't see none of them match. They're all from some are from like 2005, and you know, like a couple years ago. I just, I just never think. I think as a guy, you just don't think about those things. You just don't think about getting dishware and forks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I have that, and I have a, you know all my glasses, like my glassware, mm-hmm. are either. Yeti style cups with some logo or I've something. I've got a on bunch them. of those. Like I'm sure you do too, probably. Or, right. And I have still to this day. At least twenty of those bulldog pint glasses with all the different things printed. Oh, I, from the from the bulldog. Yeah, me too. Like yeah. I think I, like, they had the nicest cups or glasses did. you could get. And, and every every now and again, I get the one that says "I love farts." Oh, right, right, I'm right. Like, oh, still chuckle to this day. I love farts. Everybody too. around here I know has got bulldog uh, glasses from the. I used to go. Did you go there a lot too back in oh, years yeah. ago? But whatever pint night was was that Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, Wednesday, where you got to keep the glass. Mm-hmm. Is uh, it even open anymore? Or do I don't. You know? I don't know. Probably, surely not. The, the clientele I want to mingle around if it is. I haven't been there in God in years. I used to go. I literally went all the I time. I loved it. I loved it. It was a great place to go and um, go. I mean, I don't. I never. I mean, I went to the clubs obviously, but uh, I know everybody used to go over there and then go over to the cowboy, and that was kind of like the big thing to do or headliners or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, and then you had Bulldog next door, so you pregame there. Mm, and, yeah, I mean, for a minute there, it was the it was the play. It was. I just now it's now that you know I, I well, I've always kind of lived in Bellhaven and downtown Jackson. But and I would drive up there. But now everything there's a lot more down where I live to do than dr- having to drive up Frontage Road or whatever and go out to North Jackson and deal with that kind of stuff because there's you know it just I mean nobody wants to drink and drive all the way home. Well, you know, <laughs> it's a damn shame what is the condition. Now I haven't been up through there in a while because I have no business out there. But it's a damn shame the condition they let Ridgewood Road get into. Yeah, right, right. Because have you do you, I don't do you it's like, like sushi one of the a lot or thoroughfares? You know. Yeah, yeah. Do you like sushi at all or? I do. Okay, Edo is like the yeah, best sushi place in it's Jackson like, it, it, to me. It, don't tell everybody about it now. It's kind of yeah, yeah. I know, there. right? Yeah. When I worked at Hearing Gear Toyota for that four or five years, I would sneak back there all the time. Mm-hmm. And man, I loved it. It's terrific though. But that like. I know that subway next to it has been robbed several times, and that area gets a little shady. So, but I, I mean, I still go there because it's just too good. And uh, I mean, it's just worth it. <laughs> and, 
Uh, we got a couple texts here on the Guns and Gear text line. By the way, if you want to text the show this morning, uh, we are going to get into some uh, some, some fist fighting here at some point, I promise. 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. And I actually went out to Guns and Gear yesterday, Sean. They asked about you. Did uh, they? Hunter said, I thought Sean was coming with you. I am coming, Hunter. I promise. I'm really going to come. I'm really going to come. So uh, Zach says... I own my own home, and I live by myself. I only use one fork, one spoon, <laughs> one knife, one plate, one bowl, and one cup. I wash them in the sink when I am done using each one. Put them in the dishwasher. When I need a plate, a fork, I open the dishwasher and get them. Then wash them when I'm done and put them back in the dishwasher. <laughs> uh, John, Mr. John T. Weed said uh, paper plates only. Now, I went That's- through that. For, and I still keep a stack of paper plates. So do I, right? I yeah. mean, like, I'm just not going to wash a dish mm-hmm. for a sandwich or for like something that I can just use a paper plate for. Right. And I get the uh, cheapo ones too. Actually, they're so cheap, I have to use two of them. <laughs> yeah. So they don't, when you pick them up, they don't collapse. That's what I learned about. Um, you know, one thing, good thing that w- women have taught me, you know, uh, is uh, about not buying the cheap paper towels yeah. or the cheap toilet paper. Because I used to get like the the high school bathroom toilet paper if I could go and then I like I learned like to like go get the Charmin it's worth the yeah, money it, and it is it it, it is because I mean let's just let's just say you could get a dirty finger pretty quick yeah with, with the cheap toilet paper the cheap yeah. and same thing with like the bounty toilet I mean, the paper towels I use the bounty or now the, I do or the, or the brawny or the right the brawny there's one of them and I just had to buy some the other night there's one of them when you you could tear and they tear it off into a half it's like a half yeah that's what I've you got you actually get a quarter and mm-hmm. dude, that is great yep because sometimes I just want to. Just need something, a little piece without having to waste the whole one. Because they're expensive. If you look at, like, it, it it's, it's, it's actually really kind of expensive. And, uh, but I realized so I used to buy the cheap, whatever off-brand it is, it, and, and then they would last for, like, two days. And then if you went with the bounty, you could, like, get a couple weeks or a week out of it or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, yeah so, yeah, EDO. Edo, yeah, Edo, yeah, yep. over there on um, on Ridgewood. Mm-hmm. It's just a dang shame what they let happen to Ridgewood because yeah, last time I drove through there, it was parked gravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some massive potholes. I mean, that's where that poor girl got killed a couple of years ago. Oh, hit the manhole, right? Yeah, and I usually can remember her name off the top of my head, but um, that was horrible, man. That was tragic. I, that that was the day because you know, her, you, you know that her and Kingston Fraser side on died on the same day, like a year apart. Yeah, because I remember her. Their anniversaries are the same. Yeah, I remember because he was 2017, and that was I, for some reason I remember that was 2018. It died. may be one day apart, mm-hmm. but my Facebook memories every year well, before my Facebook got deleted, <laughs> it was they all they, they came up together, right? You know, so it, it was either the same day or one day apart, but but one year apart, right? And man, I tell you, those, those two incidents, in my humble opinion, it was the day that the city died. Mm-hmm. What what was left of the soul of the city? Died with Kingston Frazier and and that young girl and I do apologize for not remember her name off the top of my head. I can't either. I know that was Fortner. Fortner. That's Fortner. right. Fortner. I remember that's her right. last name. I'll, the yeah. first name will come. Yeah, that was. I mean that that was just awful. I mean, of course, in Kingston Frazier, my God. I mean, you can think of you know when you see crimes that happen to children, it just it, even you know someone like me that just saw murder cases every single day, right? And you, but when you see them happen to kids, it just it, it, even the you know you got the hardest heart when you when you do that kind of job, but it'll it'll break you down a bit. It really will. It will. I tell you, uh, I don't I don't cry too much at random public type national things. Oh, and I'm getting a little off topic here, but you know, you just talk about being a grown man and things hitting you. Yeah. The like all these mass shootings, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you, one that actually did. I had to. I had to take a moment where I was working to go out to my car. Was the Newtown? Yeah. 
You know, and that was one because I had a kid that age. Yeah, my daughter was that age at the time, and mm-hmm. and I just was like, that one was hard. Yeah, you know, and I know a lot of people. I don't want to get into the conspiracy theories right. of school shootings and yada yada. The children yada. were still very much diseased yeah. or dead. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. yeah I, I was never on board with that being a. It, how do I say it? It happened. Yeah. Was it a quote unquote false flag as as in planned by government to ban guns? I, I don't know, but the, the event happened. Yeah. You know, anyway, that was that was terribly. It was. Sad, it was I, I always say in our lifetime, I can't. Can you think of a more horrific crime? And I'm not counting 9/11 in that. You know, as a ter- terrorist attack, but like, and I guess that would be the most horrific crime in our lifetime, if you want to call that just. A, but just crime-wise, to me, that's that the you most, can do. Yeah, that to me was the most school. horrific thing that I in my lifetime. The that Newtown, I, Newtown, yeah, yeah. Well, that, a lot died there that day. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I mean, there were some weird things that happened after it that 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 play into the conspiracy theories, like them tearing the school down before. I mean, they basically mm-hmm. tore down the crime scene. Did they? I don't even remember. Yeah, I mean, it was some, some weird stuff happened, and but it's just like it's just the the, the thought of that of yeah. the elementary school well, children the, getting massacred. Now the Uvalde one, right? The Uvalde one, right? I mean, that's you know, I think more we're, we're, more children died in Newtown, though, right? Is that I have right? to, I have to They're look it up too. I can't remember. Sure. Let's take a break. Come back, and uh, we can we can hit we can play on that some. I want to talk about the JPD officers, yep. that uh, that have been arrested and discuss some of that body cam footage. And whatnot. We got a bunch of things too. I'm gonna to get Sean's opinion on uh Pride Month is kicking off next week. Does he have any big plans to celebrate? And uh <laughs> I got my shirt, man. I think I, I was gonna buy a uh Did you get the Satan shirt from Target? No, no. I was reading about Target last night though. If you want to talk, I did read about it. It's interesting. Target's backing off this. Did you read that stuff? What Target is actually pulling some stuff from yeah, the shelves. We won. Oh well that's what it was saying in that you know, that they had received so much backlash from conservatives that they were they were pulling some stuff from their shelves. Now, to keep – well, I'll tell you what. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break because yep. I, got, I got a theory about it. We'll be right back with Sean yurt Karan on the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. What if I told you I have finally found a dependable, trustworthy person for all of your home remodel and repair needs? Whether you need a deck built, your kitchen remodeled, the whole house repainted, or just a room repainted, new cabinets, anything. What if I also told you that person does not require a material deposit, up to a certain limit, of course? Well, that guy does exist. He's right here locally. His name is Rodney Raider with Next Level Services. They're out of Flowood, Mississippi. They service the whole Tri-County area. You can go find them. They are on the Next Door app and check out all their reviews. Again, they do interiors, exteriors, remodels, decks, kitchens, painting, and more. And the great thing is no upfront material deposit is required. Now look, be patient with Rodney. The best always have a, always have a little wait time. And uh, also, it's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. No payment until you are 100% satisfied. You can get in touch with Rodney now at 601-622-2016. That's Rodney Raider with Next Level Services for all of your home improvement and remodel needs. Show We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. Be sure to check out my website for all things Clay Edwards. It's, uh, it's, it's the bare bones minimum. Of a website, but worst case scenario, if you technically challenged folks cannot quite figure out how to go find podcasts, the five most recent episodes of this show post right there. Auto, they auto, it auto populates right there. Uh, you can find all the links from my social media accounts. Follow me on all those. And uh, if you want to buy a shirt, we are we are working on the 
F around and find out shirts and the breaking rules when necessary shirts. They are coming, I promise. When's the Chokeway 2025 shirt coming out? Man, <laughs> I, I need to do some Chokeway shirts. I really do. I, I just, uh, I will. I Chokeway will. for life, you know, yeah. like hashtag Chokeway for life. Full life, like the old NWO shirts. Yeah, 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 like full life, right? I had an NWO shirt in the late 90s. I still have one. I bought a new one not too long ago. Uh this segment is going to be brought to you by Take a Break Deliveries. What a great weekend to take advantage of Take a Break Deliveries. It's the it's the barbecue weekend, biggest biggest barbecue weekend of the year other than 4th of July. You're going to be hanging out with your friends, whether it's at the pool, at the house, whatever the case may be. And uh, you, you drank too much, yeah, but you're out of beer or you're out of liquor, you want more, you can't drive. Let Take a Break Deliveries bring it to you for a low, low price. of. Uh, and let me tell you this. I can help you save some money on that uh, delivery by using the promo code, all caps, Clay601. You're going to get $5 off. That's right, $5 off. But, hey, man, they're way more than just a beer and liquor delivery service. All your favorite locally owned and nationally owned restaurants are on there. And if you live in Rankin or Madison County and you're hungry right now, get breakfast delivered starting at 8 o'clock every, uh, every day but Sunday. In Rankin and Madison County, Take a Break Deliveries is now delivering breakfast check them out at takeabreakdeliveries.com oh yeah did i mention they're locally owned and veteran owned so you're typically supporting two different locally owned businesses at one time when you use take a break deliveries and that's cool that matters to me me too and, yeah. if, and if you use the clay 601 code promo code you're supporting three because make no mistake this is a business and i do appreciate you all support uh you can download their app at just go search take a break deliveries and uh you're good to go your app store of choice and uh, a buddy of mine, Joe, texted me the other day. He said, hey, man, what was that promo code for Take a Break Deliveries? And uh, Joe got him some food delivered, I believe. I never heard of you otherwise. So I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming he, he wasn't asking for uh, poop and giggles. So. You know, the great thing about uh, Take a Break and delivering beers reminds me of a thing a good buddy of mine used to work at the DA's office used to say. He's like he's a big drinker. And he used to say, if, uh, if you get caught drinking and driving on Memorial Day weekend, you're an amateur. <laughs> that's like you're an amateur drinker then yeah if like get, that's a weekend you do you don't not need to get in the car memorial holidays in general yeah you know especially the summertime drinking holidays like memorial day is a kickoff of yeah. don't get in the car if you get a dui you earned it my friend i mean that, <laughs> i mean the mhp and them will issue press releases yeah. telling you what they're gonna do <laughs> don't dri- and now in the days of uber clay it's kind of like we don't really need to you know i mean of course back in the heyday we used to all get in the car when we probably shouldn't have and but nowadays, you get an app. You can you can get an Uber. You if know, you can, can afford to go out, mm-hmm. you can afford to get an Uber, or you should not be going out. Right. You know, obviously, if you can't budget in an extra hundred bucks for a taxi, mm-hmm. if you're planning on drinking, it, you don't need to go. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, you know, so the Uber's even cheaper. Well, because when we were young, remember, like in Jackson, you had to try to get a taxi. It was hard sometimes, yeah. unless you knew. We had this guy. God, I can't remember his name, and we used to know him, and he'd come pick us up. And sometimes it pops. Actually, yeah. I remember like they'd had the taxis out there and the vans, but mm-hmm. that was it was a little harder back in that time. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, because you had to call them and wait on them, and, and it was expensive. Yep. Hey, uh, real quick before I forget. The that girl's name was Francis Fortner. They got killed by hitting the open manhole there on Ridgewood. It hit me when I well, during the break there. I was like Francis Fortner, and uh, so I mm-hmm. want to make sure I get that out there. Uh, let's see here, Sean. Read some text real quick. Uh, Chad Wesley's going to be joining us in the second hour, y'all. He's got a big show this weekend. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to uh, Chad's the, our in-house libertarian, so we'll have three different uh, political persuasions in here so we may hit a few things with chad as well uh speaking of chad his cousin myram 
says, I want a shirt from you that says F A F O is coming, I promise. It also says, Oh, yeah. So he had texted, Myron had texted me when I was up. I went to the store last night and I walked in. If y'all follow me on Facebook or the Save Jackson Instagram or Twitter, well, actually, the classic. Anyway, if you follow me on social media, you may have seen this. I was checking out at the store and I looked behind me and there's two big stacks of beer. Well, one big stack of beer and one former stack of beer. The Miller Lite display has two, four, six, eight, ten. Uh, like your base stack, the way they'll do them in the right, shape. Yeah. And right beside that is, picture, yeah. is Mount McUltra. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a mountain of McUltra. Okay. And not a single one of those appeared to be missing. And I looked back and I asked the store clerk, I'm like, hey, man, what's going on there? Yeah. He said, nobody's buying it. Hmm. I was like, Where was this at now? Just right there on Highway 80 in Brandon. Okay. On the Shell Station. And we know you Rankin County folk like to drink. So, yeah. <laughs> like, where's, where's the beer? You know, you know it's like, beer. like nobody, nobody got that. Now, this is the warm beer. There's a couple caveats here. Um, you know, this is a, it's got a golf bag on top of this display. And okay. it's, it's nicely built. But I, I can assure you they didn't drop all that off in there just for it to look nice. It's there to sell. Yeah. The, Mick, the Miller Lite one, the only thing left of it is the few, the few stacks that are on the floor still. So everybody's going to Miller Lite it, out there. It appears so. And then I got to an argument with this guy that followed me on Twitter last night. I would really call it an argument. You know, I went Thanos on I've it. never even looked at your Twitter. I need to go do that. I've never even looked at it before. <laughs> I, it, it, it's not the crap show that you would suspect. I mean, it, it, it comes in, <laughs> yeah. it comes in, in waves. Uh, I just not, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. But uh, the, uh, what am I trying to say here? Long story short, for Miller Lite to be out, it's mm-hmm. kind of weird because Miller and Coors are always the second and third beer at best. Yeah. As far as like the sales around here, it was always mm-hmm. Bud Light, Budweiser. Right. Then, then Miller, or even Mick Ultra. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it came like number two or three. Uh, Does Miller ever. make Mick Ultra? Is that right? No, or? Coors. Uh, Coors. No, I'm sorry. No, Budweiser makes Mick Ultra. Okay, Budweiser does. Okay. You know, because Mick Ultra was the original low carb beer. Yeah, I remember that. Everybody. 10, 15 years ago was like drinking Mick Ultra. Again, mm-hmm. I hate all these beers, except for Coors. Coors Heavy, the Yellow Jackets are wonderful. Yeah. Like, that's about, the, of, of, I would call old school, like, lightish. Uh, of course, Yellow Jack is a light beer now compared to what we got nowadays. It's the, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the, um, champagne of beers. I think that's the it's the that, banquet beer, isn't it? Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Coors is the banquet beer. Banquet, Miller High Life, Miller High Life, the, yes. the champagne of beers. See, because all those kinds of beers, like Miller High Life and Bud Light, are all stuff I drank before I was thirty. That's yeah. why I look at it, you know, like like Rolling Rock and all that kind of stuff. So I don't, you know, somebody just texted in and asked, so who owns Coors? Miller and Coors are owned by the same company. Okay, uh, they, they are they're owned by the same company, and then uh, Bud and Anheuser and Bud is mixed. I'm not going into all of them, but there's they own a lot of them. But Miller and Coors is owned by the same company and distributed by it here locally, the same company. Doesn't Budweiser own a lot of the um, hard seltzer stuff that's become popular with the younger generation? Yes. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, they're doing a, some free beer promos. I don't know if they're doing it all here. You think you can go to their website and get a coupon for a free case of beer or three a case for three dollars i mean mm-hmm. it's some ridiculously cheap amount again yeah. i don't know that they're doing that here but i can't imagine they wouldn't if it's a national promotion uh this is going to be the weekend this is going to be the telltale of if bud can rebound from this if they if they have a, cat, a catastrophic memorial day weekend and sales it it i don't want to say it could be over but it 
it's going to be tragic. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're still, they're still going to have their core people who are drinking it, don't care about politics, none of that stuff. Right. But man, down here in the South, they have alienated. Uh, they have alienated the normie. Right. Yeah. It seems like there's. It seems that's what's going on. Right. People are really, really mad about Bud Light and Budweiser because it's just one, one thing. I mean, you just got to watch your marketing campaigns. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's not. Not something that I would consider, but I could see people are mad about it. All right, so um, taking that, June 1st. I talked about this a little bit yesterday, just in here by myself, kind of ranting. June 1st kicks off Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Looking at what just happened to Target, and we can talk about that in depth. Sure. Do you think behind the scenes right now, a lot of these executives at these big corporations, were they were going to be all in on super-duper trans uh Pride, because trans seems to be the the flavor of choice for the for the alphabet people this year. Right. Um. Do you think they're winding some of this stuff back? Like, how much? Hold on. We, reel it in. We, can we not just put a rainbow on something? I mean, do we, do yeah. We have, I don't think they're going to stop. You know, Pride Month's been going for for a while now, right? It's I think they'll still participate in Pride. Yeah, Month. Yeah, I think. But I bet you there was a lot of super duper trans. Doesn't the stuff. NFL participate in Pride? I can't remember if they do or not. Baseball does, right? Yeah, yeah I think I, I, I. Everybody seems to do it. Um. Yeah, I think you're right. I think well, I think corporations are going to do whatever's going to make them money, right, Clay? I mean, they're going to do what what's in their best interest to make them money. And if they think that this is going to be negative because they've seen the backlash against Bud Light or Budweiser and and Target and those kinds of things, I think that yeah, they're going to make they're going to make decisions based on those things uh, for sure. If they're going to make money, it's all about making money in the end. I mean, it, uh, let's just be real. And yep. if it doesn't make the money, I mean, they weren't okay. They weren't promoting. They weren't putting Dylan Mulvaney on. Budweiser because they thought they weren't going to make money. I mean, that wasn't the thought process when they did it. They weren't like, oh, we're going to put Dylan Mulvaney on, on Budweiser Bud Light because we're going to lose money. I mean, they didn't do it because of that. No, they, they didn't think it was going to alienate people. They, but, thought, they, thought it would, they thought it would whatever. Here's the thing about this trans stuff. Most trans people are autistic. Like, overwhelming majority of people who are trans also have, they are? have autism. Yes, I, I got to look that up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not making that up. Okay. There, there's, a, there's a huge number of these uh, people who are trans that are, also have autism. I don't see autism, folks with autism, being big drinkers, at least in the people I know that have been kind of on the spectrum yeah. and whatnot, don't, aren't big drinkers. Now, again, that's just in my personal day-to-day right. experiences. It's I don't anecdotal. Know that. I, yeah, I don't, yeah. Know, I don't know any. I don't know what the... If they're autistic or not, or if people with autism drink. So my, my point of bringing that, my point of mentioning that before we go down a rabbit hole sure. about autism, um, <laughs> yeah, is I'm just saying, if your if your plan was maybe we're going to get all these pro trans people to drink our beer now, you know, we'll get all these people. I think a lot of those people aren't necessarily drinkers. Yeah, I, well, I I think what I've read about it, Clay, is that they were trying to figure out ways to grow the brand right like that's what they i mean that's what any brand does they want to grow the brand to a new market and keep their old market obviously but grow the brand this was actually an article i read recently in vox trying to explain this whole thing and so that was their their play we're going to try to grow the brand brand to a younger generation that's more open to these kind of those kinds of things and it backfired on them obviously on this aspect so i think that any corporation is going to think about is this going to backfire on me now look let's take like remember when nike a few years ago uh, I think it was it the Betsy Ross thing they did, or they took it off. They took it off because yeah. Colin Kaepernick didn't like it. Right. But, I mean, that has not hurt Nike at all. Nike is still Nike. Yeah. And, then, of course, that's a different issue that they put out. But, I mean, that Nike's still Nike. So there's corporations have done these things that, I mean, Nike's probably actually even more popular right now than it ever Ni- Well, been. Nike's key demo is different. Right. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I, really, there are a lot of people don't buy Nikes anymore. Let's take a – we got your buddy Jerry on the phone. Let's, hey, Jerry. Hey, man. 
just uh, real quick. Well, a couple things actually, but um, you, you know, y'all were talking about these uh, companies just looking to make money. That's not always true. You get these investment companies like BlackRock, and they're looking at the uh, ESG, the uh, equity and social governance things, and they give them scores on oh, yeah. how they are doing with transgender. And if you get a 100% score, you know, they get more money invested in them. And so that's what a lot of them do. And I know uh, uh, you were talking about all you want to do is make money. With some of your investment capital uh, places where you have your 401k, they're invested in things that you would not believe, that you don't believe in. I know for... You and I, you know, Clay, is going to be more conservative for your, your guest host. It's going to be however many more transgender companies they can support. He's okay with this 401 going into that. Could um, care less. Up, I mean, you're right, Jerry. Look up 1792 Exchange. Is something that's an investment. I mean, it lets you look and see which companies are putting your money at higher risk. And again, you know, basically they're putting in. BlackRock doesn't care if they make money because they're they're managing like trillions of dollars. So they'll take the retirement and pension plans and put it in something like the Budweiser campaign or like the Target tuck home, you know, uh, 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 bathroom things. And uh, they don't care if they lose your money as long as they get a high ESG score. And uh, that's but look at that seventeen ninety two exchange. And just out of curiosity, what are the first three things that you read every morning to get you know informed? You know, as far as going to for websites. You don't you know, talk about that, me. That, no, no, your your guess. I apologize. I oh. forgot. So uh, he said he he yeah. has the first. Yeah, thing generally I read the uh, read Vox, the New York Times, and Wall Street Journal. Okay. Well, that explains a lot. Well, look, I appreciate it. Enjoy the show, man. Thank Happy you. Memorial Day, brother. Thanks. Stay safe. All right. Let's take a break real quick, come back, and uh, we'll, get, we'll discuss Sean's morning reading habits right here on The Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. All right, guys, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Man, if you need your automobile windows tinted, your home or business windows tinted, they got you covered. If you need a windshield or any glass stuff for your vehicles, they got you covered at Lakeland Glass and Tent. They're also now doing paint correction, polishing, and ceramic coating on your vehicles. How do I know this? I went over there the other day and worked on one with them. Uh, doing a great job. They're using Expel. It is the industry leader in window tent, vehicle wraps, and now ceramic coatings. They got a couple different options to choose from. From a one-year to a four-year to, I think, the eight-year also. or They're, they're experimenting with the eight-year. But uh, goodbye. Check them out. Lakeland Glass and Tent. Uh, a lot of you guys have asked me for a while about ceramic coating and whatnot. And, you know, since I got out of doing it, who, who's doing it? I've sent you several other people. And uh, Lakeland Glass and Tent have, uh, have picked up the, the baton and are now doing ceramic coating. So get on the schedule and get your vehicle or boat ceramic coated. All right. Uh, Sean. Uh, ESG. Uh, we don't know how to go down that. Everybody knows what that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, that these companies are all all that just a big ship that they're driving right off a cliff. Yeah, like I was saying, Alvaro. Actually, this is one time that I'm probably not going to disagree with Jerry, which I know is shocking. There is there's something to that, but I think at the end of the day, we all agree this is about money, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm not saying I'm actually not saying what he's saying is wrong. I I can't believe I'm saying and agreeing with him. By the way, but the um, but at the end of the day, it's about making money. And if it, it otherwise, why is Target pulling their stuff back? 
I yeah. mean, if, if if it's not about making money, they're pulling their stuff back because it is. And you know, Budweiser is if they run another Dylan Mulvaney ad. Does anybody seen that? They 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 can't even tweet without getting blown up and ratioed. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, if they thought it was a good idea, they'd keep on doing it when they're not doing it because they're losing money, right? Yeah. Well, and I think you know, I think cor- corporations at the end of the day are not going to just keep on pushing stuff and, and lose money. I don't think Bud's shut up and hope it blows over. Uh, tactic is working. For the time being, but I bet you by the end of the summer we're gonna. I mean, it'll it'll blow just like anything else blows over. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hearing that depending on how this weekend goes down, this is all a national thing here. We could end up with a beer shortage by the end of the weekend because really Miller and Coors may not be able to make. You know, it's a process to make beer. Mm-hmm, sure, Miller and Coors could eventually start to their supply chain is being overwhelmed. Right, people switching over to Miller and Coors. And they could eventually get the levels could get pretty low, huh? Right. The country's going to run out of beer. The country could and run out of default on its could, debt. Could run out of boat oh, no. beer. This is this is a bad weekend. And if the people aren't drinking Bud, now that would be great for uh, craft beer brewers and distributors mm. and stuff. People decide to try other stuff. Yeah, but but if if Bud does not somewhat rebound this weekend mm-hmm. on this massive beer drinking weekend, you could see a eventual beer shortage. Wow. You know, I was actually – you said something. Which, would that play in Bud's favor? You know? Because they got plenty, I guess, of supply right now. Well, you had said something a few weeks ago, and I looked it up about how – you're right. Budweiser is still the, the top-selling beer in the country, right? And, mm-hmm. But the issue is they were worried about the future because of all this other beer out there. and what they're, So that was kind of one of their – this idea to do this, right? Because they're worried about what what are their future. So, kind of, did you remember like McDonald's is kind of engaged in this? Like the younger generations are not going to McDonald's in the rate that they used to. So McDonald's, have, if, if you notice, have tried to rebrand themselves. No, they have not. I don't think they've done anything with you know Pride Month or, or they may have Pride Month, but or transgender people or whatever. But they've tried to rebrand themselves to make them so marketable to the millennial generation or the Gen Z. Do, you know, we got to quit insulting the younger generation. Do we really think that they're just that much gayer? Well, I don't want to put it that way, but I mean, I just, I think they're just, I think they're, you know, they're more liberal. Every generation gets more liberal, right? It just seems like every generation, we're more liberal than our parents' generation. I mean, and then now they're more liberal than us. I think that just had, that's not, uh, progressive, right? Progression. I mean, every generation seems to get more and more liberal. If you look at the stats. I know, but I mean, a, I just think it's. I mean, look at, I, we brought a this up. belittling of them. Not, not just coming from you. I hear this all the time. Like, we want to go younger, so we're going to get gayer. You know, I, I just well, don't know why everybody thinks that. That somebody young skews towards wanting to taste the rainbow. Well, I said this on um, uh, the, other, uh, the other day on the radio. 2004, 65% of the country was anti-gay marriage. And today, the polls are 65% are in favor of it. So, I mean, obviously, this is trending that way. And that that is now – generally, it's an accepted position. Gay marriage, like, nobody is against it, at least publicly. I, mean, I guess a few people are. But no, have you heard a politician rail against it anymore? No, you don't really hear that unless it's an extreme right politician. Most people, like 65% of the country now, is in favor of gay marriage. Well, where are we going to be in 20 years? And that would be the question to ask yourself. Or probably even – it'll be 85%, right? And then and transgender folks will be accepted more in, in 20 years. I guarantee that's what's going to happen. That's what always happens. So, I mean, that's just human history. Transgender folks aren't not accepted now. They're not, they, aren't, they aren't being attacked in the streets for being trans. No, but, I they're, mean, they're being attacked in legislatures, right? It is kids stuff. Gender-affirming care, whatever they want to call it, sex-changing care for kids is being attacked. Sure, but it's an that issue. Is an adult, that is a decision that needs to be made as an adult. Okay, but it, it, whether it's gender-affirming care or whatever bills are passing, it's the issue du jour right now, isn't it? We'd agree on that. 
it's the it's the it's the hot button issue. That's why we're talking about it. I mean, it's the hot yeah. button issue out there for some reason. When maybe two years ago it wasn't. Back in 2016, I think it came out with the the North Carolina bathroom bill. But I mean, this is something that you and I, if we were hanging out during the pandemic, wouldn't even be talking about, right? This is the, this is the hot button issue today. What's it going to be a year from now? Is it going to be something? And that's my point, I guess. Like things are always progressing, right? And and younger generations are always evolving. And I think that's why I bring up the. Uh, pro and anti-gay marriage stance where the, of course last 20 years that is the numbers are completely flipped and so i'm wondering where will we be in another 20 years and that's where i guess to answer your question to about the younger generation they believe them to be more liberal because well they are i mean and that's and that's just kind of where the, where the direction that we're heading i just don't understand why is this trans thing a liberal thing why i don't I, know I, where I, I, I mean i don't i don't it, it just because just goes to show that the liberal side is just a bunch of bandwagon hoppers well or, I mean, or the conservative side is because now think about one state goes and passes a trans bill and then the next state and then the next state, like the next red state, because they're like, oh, I want to be more anti-trans. I want to be this trans. Whatever your position, I'm just saying that yeah. that's what they're doing. They're like, oh, well, Montana passes a bill. You see, they were passing a bill. And then they all they play off each other. And this is what we do in our politics we, we, on either side. We jump. We're like, oh, let me outdo the next person. Let me pass this bill. Let me pass well, this bill. It, the trans thing is a bit of a social contagion. It's too. It's and I, and I go back to. It's a lot of people who don't feel accepted. A lot of lonely people. Uh, again, we'll, we can look it up. A lot of people, you know, on the spectrum and stuff that maybe socially socially awkward people mm-hmm. get into the you know become trans, and it's like oh, I can have my moment, and that number is growing and growing and growing. Because it's a social contagion. And every now and then, once something, once you have a contagion, a pandemic. And I don't sorts, disagree you with you to, on that, Clay. We've discussed that before. Yeah. I think that there is some truth to that. States, but, states are having to, states are having to, to build roadblocks to a problem they didn't know they had. Right. Well, I, yes and no. They're, they're, I think they're doing it to, they're doing it politics, man. Just like everybody does things for politics, right? They're trying to outdo it. Like, let me see who can be the most anti trans, right? I, like, and I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm saying, that what the states are doing is the out with making it illegal to do gender affirming care for people under eighteen. Mm-hmm. Whether people agree with that or not, I think that is the right P- politics aside. Yeah, and you know what, you, you know, and I, I, believe, I is, agree with you on that issue. That, like, I don't think that that's something that should happen under the age of eighteen either. But I'm saying that they're doing it for political reasons, not because they really care. Well, no, like, the, it's just I mean, that's, even if it is political, sometimes that can be right. Yeah, I mean, but if you're doing things for the wrong reasons and something could be right, fine. Yeah. But I mean, is we need to pull the stats on how many gender affirming care procedures have happened over the course of last year. They have spiked. I, I saw a number not too long ago, even like especially like if you look at over a five year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if the numbers are available exactly year to year, right? But if you look over like ten years ago versus the last ten years, or five years ago versus the last five years, they've quadrupled. Yeah, I, I'd like to pull those numbers one day and see what they are. I mean, you're probably right. I'm just saying, like, I just have to look at them and see where. But it's they've. It seems like they've created, like in Utah, for example, there was they passed a bill about um, uh, transgender folks uh, participating in sports, which is again another issue that is a reasonable issue for people to you and I discuss and agree on, saying, "Hey, look, a guy should not play in women's sports, right?" And you and I agree on that. We just got many, most people agree on this. You know, that's the other thing. That's that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Obviously, that's the other thing with this this trans thing has become such a big deal is we're letting we're pretending that guys are girls and girls are men, and we're letting men ruin. Women's sports. That, you asked why did why did it suddenly become such a big conservative issue? Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily care if people want to be trans or if people are trans. It's when it starts affecting real women, and, and this is affecting real women. Hold mm-hmm. your thought. We got to take a break. Yeah. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the give you the mic when we come back. Sure. We'll be right back. 
breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Hey, you don't feel like grilling this weekend? Maybe you just want to get some good pizza. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's will get you taken care of. Located right there at Fan and Mart on the Res. Twelve different specialty pizzas, and of course you can always build your own pie or try the Will of Flavor, which has three different specialty pizzas piled on one pie. They have a nine, they have nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris as well as a full bar. And all the food is available for carry out and or delivery. And of course I recommend using take a break deliveries so you can support two locally owned businesses. Acme Pizza and Daiquiris open four PM daily and slanging pies. That's pizzas. Till midnight, Sean. You got about forty seconds. Close this out for this hour. Well, again, I, the only point I want to make is I think there's the problem in our politics is that we uh, we don't sit down and we don't talk issues out anymore and reasonable issues that people agree on. Like me and you, who have different political opinions, can discuss something like this and say, "Hey, we actually come to an agreement on this." A guy shouldn't play in a woman's sports, but we we turn that into this massive political cloud, right? And then everybody's one upping, and then then you have to take sides, and then you feel like, okay, well. Now it's gone too far, so I don't want to be with the people that are going too far, even though I may agree. And that's and I think that's just counterproductive to what what the issues are. All right. When we come back, we got Chad Wesley in the studio. We'll be right back. Welcome back in. It is hour two of the Clay Edwards Show here on 103.9 FM WYAB. You may be asking yourself, what do I want to eat for lunch today at the gathering? Clay, what do they have at the gathering Right there at the town of Livingston today. And the answer is, it is fried catfish plate. Y'all know that? It's uh, If it's a blue plate in Mississippi on a Friday, it's fried catfish. Uh, anywhere, everywhere has fried catfish. But they don't have it quite like the gathering at the town of Livingston. You get the catfish. And, of course, you get, um, you also get, uh, what am I trying to say? Two sides. Let's see. Um, they also, they have their, uh. Their midweek menu, uh, it's uh, Tuesday through Thursday. Well, we don't even have to mention that. It ain't Thursday no more. So, look, fried catfish is the blue plate special today at the gathering located right there on Highway 463 and Highway 22 in Madison County. Man, you can't miss it. Actually, I may be eating lunch there today myself. I've actually got to be out this way at lunchtime. So, the gathering, Town of Livingston, that's the play. Of course, hey, man, there's so much more out there. Check them out. A really cool little gas station right there, too, if you like the old-fashioned full-service gas station, they got one right there at the gathering. If you're in Rankin County looking for lunch, hit up the Big Salad right there in Dogwood. It's right across from Amerigo and right next to the cookie store in in Dogwood. They've got everything from custom-built salads to their specialty salads, wraps, subs, smoothies, and more. It's a big national chain. They just got a locally-owned uh, franchise store here, The Big Salad. You can check them out online at thebigsalad.com. Uh, I said the uh, the Bravocado salad is really good. I had the Chicken Caesar wrap. I think it's called the Hell Caesar. Can't can't go wrong if you want something a little lighter, a uh, little cooler to eat. The Big Salad in Dogwood, right there off Lakeland Drive. All right. Uh, real quick, before we introduce our guests, no, they hung up. Somebody had called in. Hold your calls for a minute, please. Uh, we got a guest in the studio, Mr. Chad Wesley. He's got a big show this Memorial Day weekend, Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday night at Shaggy's on the Riz. Mm-hmm. Finally playing on the Rankin County side, so they'll come see me. And this is the full band. <laughs> yes. Bringing the whole show out there. And I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually going to be doing some cover music. Yeah. Uh, kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. 
<laughs> comes with the territory when you when you play a, a, a gig like Shaggy's on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're going to split it up. I'm going to do a cover set, and then I'm going to do my normal original set. Well, what I love about your covers is you know they don't skew too far away, but you they're your own versions. I'm glad that's known about me that if I'm going to do something, it's more of a rendition than a cover. When you did uh, Dinosaur by Hank Jr. at the uh, fundraiser, mm-hmm. I was like, he made this his own song. This was Oh, a yeah, I, ch- I changed those lyrics up a little bit to be... Star-making. <laughs> Especially the part where I say it looks like they turned Pop Saloon into a spaceship. You know, the funny thing about that is I, I always, ever since I heard that song for the first time, they said the same thing in my head. They turned the Longhorn into a spaceship. Yep. They turned Pops into a spaceship because it does turn into a bit of a freak show after about two in the morning when the strip clubs and all that closed just a more modern freak show but it's always been a freak show i remember i played there years ago uh they called me in to do an acoustic set and this is still when it was a sawdust on the floor beer joint Mm -hmm. and uh i was halfway through my acoustic set and i a dude literally fired a gun into the ceiling and i was like all right i'm done unplugged my guitar took it off i was like no i keep the money brother i'm i'm out of here (laughs) and that was the last time i played there yeah, that, that 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 pops, man. Of all the things that have survived, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. the demographics changes in South Jackson. Pops being that one thing that survived is sort of unique in and of itself. There should be a documentary made about it, but of course it's got different owners now and the set and the other. But how well are they doing? Does anybody know? I haven't been there in several years. I mean, it does what it does, you know, because they you know, attrition is a big thing, right? Just mm-hmm. being, can you survive? And they've yeah. survived, and the options are quite limited down there as to, as to what to do yeah you know so if you know if you don't want to go to the reservoir man it's kind of pops or busts on the nightclub side of things well back yeah, in the, back in the day it would it would start the evening at a mexican restaurant with your friends and then it would be like hey let's go go to something either on the reservoir or something in downtown jackson mm-hmm. then that would carry on and then you would migrate to pops in the far after hours yep. yeah and then yeah. you still didn't want the partying in so you'd go to boardwalk and watch the sunrise <laughs> that's right they, 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 and boardwalk was a pool hall that had the stripper cage yeah back then oh, man. you did you did drink in like a work shift you put in a good 12 hour work shift like yeah. an honest american you're talking about like uh boardwalk on terry road oh right? yeah, yes man. that was i mean i was uh drinking in there in the 90s in high school there is only one there's yeah like, when did that close clay you're a south jackson guy uh you know in uh i would say the late 2000s early 2010s or so uh, mm-hmm. it, it went on for a little while after i got out of the bar business but it, it closed yeah. sometime around they, there. they say it's closed board boardwalk don't close it, it lives forever i remember that in the, in the 90s we used to go to the edge and then we go to the boardwalk and it was just a good time uh, down there the edge was a little before my time yeah uh, not my brother's time however he uh he had a little bit of an experience with that place where was that uh the edge oh yeah didn't yep. ship on that he did he was part owner of that i know uh, yeah i had a good experience or 10 there myself yeah or 10 that's kind of like <laughs> mine too. yeah my, my brother uh my brother they wound up there for his bachelor party and let's just say he didn't make his wedding the next day. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's like free beer and massive and, brawl broke out nickel love and free beer yeah that was the tagline there nickel love and free beer all right chad so uh tell us a little bit about what's going on sunday so uh shaggy's has been doing live music for for this whole little part of the year and it's free to get in right yeah it's free to get in so they uh i told them they, they wanted me to play and i was like well i want to do like a big weekend something like memorial day so we, we decided to do sunday they haven't been doing bands on sunday but for this weekend they will so i was like let me have uh the sunday evening slot and it's like a good a good opportunity for me to do a show 
on the Rankin County side in the reservoir area, which is where I actually live. Cause usually when we play, it's either some big corporate event, a festival, or I play at Martin's, mm-hmm. you know, but unfortunately a lot of my fan base, Rankin County and other places, they don't really feel comfortable coming out to Martin's. So I knew this would be a good opportunity for me to play for not only those that don't feel safe coming to Jackson, but kids, they're kids that, you know, well, they, they hear me in their cars and stuff. So it's also widespread weekend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, right. they're playing Saturday and Sunday, Sunday yeah. at the amphitheater. So, and Martin is, is knee deep in the in the widespread stuff, uh, like some kind of Grateful Dead tribute band or something like that. And but yeah. Martin's is the best bar in the country. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. It oh, is bar the none. best bar in bar the country. It's, uh, I started playing there when it was a shotgun room hole I'm, in the wall. I miss it. And I love what Joseph's done with it, man. It's oh, great. It's fantastic. It, it's, now. He's just done such a good we, job. Uh, my wife and I, we had our brunch club there last Sunday. I know. I go there, you know, on a Sunday and I'm. You know, like go drink a beer on a Sunday, and there's like kids in there now, and you're like, "Wow, there's like yeah, children in Martin's." Yeah, they got like, a patio out there now. They've got a big, huge stage mm-hmm. and a courtyard. Yeah, a mural out there. It's it's fantastic. Is that stage it's, permanent out there? Um, not permanent in the sense of yeah. foundation, but uh, I think it's a permanent rental. You know, yeah, permanent or rental. indefinite okay. rental. Yeah. He, okay, okay, he cool. finally bought that. Joe's finally yeah, got a parking lot, mm-hmm. which I think was like sitting there for like twenty years. I know they Just, got Frank Foster coming out there too. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, but yeah. I do miss the old Martins when they had the uh, TVs and the crappy couches and the bookies used to hang back there betting mm-hmm. on all the games. And that was the yep. and it was uh, you'd walk in there and you you know it because you'd smell like it before, like that place. before they turned the Longhorn into a spaceship. He <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. turned it into a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I finally ate the steak there. Y'all been talking about oh, that yeah. was great steak night on Fridays. Yeah, I had plenty. Of shout, fat on it. Was, shout out to uh, shout out to Justin from A One Gear. Him and his crew up in there every Friday night. His brother in law is uh, Joseph, I believe. So they're they're always up there on Friday night. So shout out to the Friday night steak club at uh at uh, Martin's. Well, Martin's like they're like family to me. You know, mm-hmm. I that's my go to place, and and it's just the best place for production, best place to do you know concerts and stuff yeah. like that. Alcohol selection, multiple bars. You can right. eat. A great dinner before you know yeah. you don't have to go somewhere else so yeah it's but a, shaggy's is going to be kind of the same thing you can yeah. catch dinner there there's multiple bars inside and outside and this is gonna be a chance for a free show that's something that i haven't been able to you know offer a lot of crowds around here is me playing for you know a free show but yeah, it's gonna well, be great I, i'm definitely anticipating being there I, I did volunteer myself to do a live show here the day after instead of running a replay which i was honestly going to run the replay but we had to run it this past Monday, because I locked myself out of the building, so I was like, "I'm not going to make play the same show three to, three weeks in a row." So I was like, you "Should just replay replay the first show you ever did here. Just let Man. that one play." Maybe the only problem with that is there's sponsors in there that <laughs> yeah, they don't know on and this that and the other. <laughs> so it's just like, eh. plus those were terrible. Oh my god! But uh, they were authentic, if nothing else. Yeah, you know. So, <clears throat> well, look, Chad, you were listening to the show coming in, I assume. Oh yeah. So, I mean, not to drag you into it, but I would be doing Oh, yeah, my, man. We're going to drag you into it. I'd be doing our, <laughs> That's it. I'd be Sorry. Doing our, I'd be doing our listeners a disservice to not circle back to this thing. Uh, Sean has asked the question multiple times, why conservatives have made such a big deal out of the transgender issue? Like, why has that become our hill to die on? And I've said forever that it, it would have never been our hill to die on if it wasn't forced down our throats. You know, if we feel like it's an attack on our children. And uh, with the bathroom things mm-hmm. to start with, like why are dudes that still have their penises allowed to go into a bathroom? I don't care if they dress up as girls or not. And why are we now allowing and just con- con- putting our heads in the sand and pretending just because somebody says they're a girl, they should be able to play women's non-professional sports. 
you know, right. college, amateur, otherwise, and you're costing real women scholarships, positions on uh, championship teams, this, that, and the other, because a guy wasn't good enough to do it as a guy. But just because of genetics, he, you know, he's just naturally going to be st- bigger, stronger, faster. That that's just life in the big city. Right. Um, we're allowing them to take over women's sports, which are our children. You know, mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I got a problem with, it. and that's why we've made it such a because if it hadn't gone unchecked by conservatives and it hadn't got made political, I can't imagine where where this train would be at down the tracks at this point. Yeah, if you take if you take a male, a born male that has been athletic at all in their life, then those muscles are activated. Those genes are activated. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do what they're predisposed to doing. Yeah. Now, if you take a, a, a born male that's never been athletic sure. and put them up against an athletic female, well, now you got a competition. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, and they're, let's be honest. That's that's not who is going and playing these female exactly. sports. Exactly. It's, it's, the, 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 fat, the fat couch cushion. Yeah. The, and just decide, well, if I can play against girls, because you let an athletic girl who can fight or run or whatever, they're going to whoop that. They're going to get the best of that fat dude. Yeah. Or that unhealthy, skinny, fat person. Yeah, these aren't soy boys going and, <laughs> no. and, and doing these sports. These are activated male bodies. Absolutely. Whether, whether their appearance you know, says differently otherwise. You know, so it, that's the problem. I, again, I have no personal issue with people wanting to be trans but it's, it's when it becomes this political thing when it comes displays set up in the front of target and just this constant when it comes to my favorite personal beer uh giving a trans dude a can and one of my buddies that works at southern beverage tells you that's the that's the whole misinformation thing that there wasn't actually a campaign budweiser employees did it well, the yeah, fa- at the end of the day, it was done by Budweiser marketing team. Uh, you hire the marketing department; it falls on you. Somebody approved. It- well, that's the key word: marketing. It's yeah. it's been made into a fad. You know, I grew up with genuine LGBT friends. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it because they wanted to belong to something. They did it because it was who they were, and yeah. it was genuine. And then there was no disenfranchisement of how their personality. Affected. They, they were just a person, and it wasn't a social contagion yeah, then either. Was, they weren't they were doing it because person. it was cool. They were doing it because it's what they, it's what their heart led them, their mind, their body led them to do. I've had a, I've had a trans friend for their, over a decade now, yeah. and and I know, and I know, yeah, who she, you're talking about. She transitioned when that wasn't even a fad or a thing or even talked about. This yep. was, uh, you know, two decades ago. So it was never brought up. It was never treated like a thing. I was there was never this "you better treat me this way" kind of thing. But now I feel like it's so much of a fad that a lot of these kids just think they're supposed to be that way. They think they're supposed to do that, and then that that that's disingenuous. And you know? then when you then when you have the problem, I really have with it one one of the multiple, but one of the things that's just scary, right, mm-hmm. is when you're letting school. School resource not resource officers, uh, school psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, this, that, and the other, or teachers get involved. Like, well, when little Bobby's here, you know, he likes to play with Barbie dolls, so he wants to be trans. Let's cut his wee wee off. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get the ball rolling. It's like, hold on, look, I told the story the other day. I thought I was Popeye when I was a kid. My mom used to <laughs> draw the same. Now it's funny I have tattoos all over my place. They used to draw an anchor on my arm, on my yeah. bicep. Just like Popeye, and I ate spinach for some reason. Thinking spinach was going to make me grow muscles when it's protein that makes you grow muscles, not spinach. You know, kids think a lot of dumb stuff. I How st- many kids thought they could fly till they broke a bone? I still think I'm Batman. So. <laughs> you know, it's like let, let's let kids grow through some things. Yeah. Hell, I could definitely make an argument for not allowing it till you're 25. 
you know, not even 18, but if you can go die for this country, which you could be able, should be able to drink at 18 too, but that's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. for another day. You, know, you can't smoke li- at 18 either yeah. anymore. You can't. You know, can't what? Trump did that, 21. Smoke? smoke yeah, smoke cigarettes. Now see, there, there is my thing. There is my thing. See, I, anything that relates back to a government enti- entity creating a ban of any sort, mm-hmm. that's my issue. My and issue always will stem back to government. Well, and that's what I, you know, this is, I was telling Clay earlier, it's, I don't think the three of us, I think, seem like we all agree on this issue, right? Like, it's just that men shouldn't play in a woman, women's sports, right? But let's take that. But what my disagreement is turning this into this massive political issue and passing laws, right? Like, conservatives, you think, like, I'm not a conservative, but Clay's conservative, and are against passing laws, right? The less laws, the better. That's kind of the conservative thing. Amen. But now that this is like, man, this is such a massive problem in their minds, right? That we've got to pass laws to stop. Now, I was looking up the case in Utah, and the governor had vetoed it, and I think he then signed it. It was four kids that had actually um, participated in women's sports, right? Four. Four. The no, four is the number. Four. Four. Yeah. I mean, so was that enough to pass a law, a statewide law, that to, to stop it? Or could a local organization, the local sports organization, deal with that issue on that local level? That's what, that's my issue. I think we've turned this into this massive political issue to, to score political points. And we're not actually, don't really care to address it because we're, I mean, we're not talking, we're not talking about this was like 2,000 kids in Utah. Hey, it was I'm, four I'm kind of with you on that. I believe everything should start at local levels. Mm-hmm. Any form of governing or law should be indicative to the environment in which it states. So therefore, a local government should be the one handling. If a school in a particular district and the people living in that community think that, okay, let's mix boys and girls on the football team, go for it. I don't think there should be a blanketed law or a blanketed ban all across this country. It's 50 states, over 400 million people. Here's the problem with the extremely local thing, just the analogy, and I'm not trying to pick it apart here, but let's say uh, a high school in Jackson you know, very liberal area here, wants to allow girls to play football. But then they play a school in South Mississippi or North Mississippi that doesn't, and said girls get decapitated out there on the field. You, you know, that's why it does need to be a statewide issue, hmm. not not a very extremely localized, unless you want to say, we're going to start an intergender league for girls to play in, and everybody signs up and says, okay, that's cool. All right, and that goes, that goes to another situation. I mean yeah. – like, Same within. That's why it does be separate. If you separate it from the mainstream performance of sports, like there is, there's the Special Olympics. Right. You know, there's basketball. That's and for I've people always in said that that's the best solution is to make create a separate league for. Now, obviously, I don't know how you do like in Utah when there's four, right? There's four. Yeah. You know, situations like that. But it seems like that would be the most fair well, solution where you created a separate league for transgender women. Here's the know, deal. Right? Sometimes life ain't fair, and sometimes when you decide that you want to pretend to be something you're not. I mean, at the end of the day, pretending to be something you're not. I pretend to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> and if you you just got to make up some sacrifices. Unfortunately, maybe playing sports might just have to be one of those sacrifices that you have to decide that you can't do. If you, if you want to be transgender or, you, or if you're transgender, you just have to say, you know what? I had to sacrifice sports to do this. I had to sacrifice a lot to get up and do this radio show every morning because it's something I wanted to do. Clay, if I'd have been as tall as you, there had never been a guitar in my hand. There would have been a basketball. <laughs> I was defensive player of the year at the YMCA in my uh, youth league. Scored four touchdowns in one game. I, I, really, was, <laughs> I really was defensive player of the year. I was defensive, MB, defensive right. MVP. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, call or stay on hold. We're going to take a break. Come right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join in studio with Chad Wesley and Sean 
Yurt Karan, Chad's got a big show this Sunday evening, Memorial Day weekend at Shaggy's on the Res. And we're just chopping it all up up in here. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at, uh, hey, how about my friends over here at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. If you're in the market this weekend for a ten to $15,000 car, get down there to Crystal Springs and see them. They can help you with a good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. They've got some lenders in place to help folks out rebuild their credit or to get started. Got to have to have some money down. Let me be the bearer of bad news there. Uh, you got to have, this is a whole other conversation for another day. You got to have either good credit or cash down. If you, ain't, you, you can't have bad credit and no money down. You, you, you can't be ugly and have a bad attitude. You, you got to be one or the other. Anyway, that's me, not them saying that. Uh, get in there, see them. They get you taken care of at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Uh, large, large selection of ten dollars to $15,000 vehicles. They'll help you out with your credit. And here's the real cool thing. All the proceeds from that, uh, after paying the bills, go to the Mercy House Teen Challenge. And they, they're helping defeat addiction and put fathers back in homes. And don't forget... Uh, you got an old car, running or not, that you want to donate, use it as a t- get a tax write-off on it, they will come tow that vehicle away off your property. Uh, just have a good, clean title for it, and it'll go away, and you can get the tax write-off for the amount they sell it for, not what it's worth, what they sell it for. That could be huge. That could be huge, because that thing may only be worth $1,000 sitting out there, but if they sell it for 5000 after they do recon on it, uh, you get a $5,000 tax write-off. And I'm just using round numbers here for my example, but check them out online. MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. I trust them down there. I send a lot of my customers down there that I don't have stuff to fit their budget, and uh, they've taken care of them left and right, uh, right there, right there in Crystal Springs. All right, uh, Chad, uh, Sean. I'm joined here in the studio by Chad Wesley and Sean Yorkeron. Again, Chad's got a big show this Sunday evening. What time y'all start playing? We're gonna hit the stage at six thirty. At Shaggy's on the Reds, right there on the Rankin County side, right across the street from the old uh, Rapids on the Reservoir location. If you haven't been out there in a while, uh, maybe that'll help uh, let you know exactly where it's at. It's on the water, man. It's an awesome place. It's part of my little Sunday fun day route. Mm-hmm. We go over to uh, Pelican and Shuckers, and on our way back, we'll stop by Shaggy's for a quick uh, – they, they got really good quesadillas. Yes, they do. They're I know probably- it seems like a weird place to maybe to have, like you think, seafood and stuff, but their grilled chicken quesadilla – it's ten ten, and that buffalo chicken bread—that's really good. That sounds good. They had a Nashville chicken sandwich they took off the menu. I'm still not happy about, but yeah, they also uh, drink wise, man. Get the Miami Vice; those things are addictive. Yep, uh, they got a, they got a bunch of cool folks working up there, so it'll be a good time this Memorial Day weekend. You can boat over there, or you can drive over there and park. Yeah, plenty but, of parking, boat access, plenty of parking. It's gonna be a good time. It's the it's the fun it's the fun time on the Rankin County side. It is. It is. It is a. Uh, for sure. Hey, so, Sean, I I don't have time to dive off into this study here, but I did find a study. If anybody's interested in it, I will email it to you or text it to you. It is about the the uh, the amount. I'll just read the name of it to you. Maybe that'll be easier to explain it. Largest study to date confirms overlap between autism and gender diversity. And uh, I was listening to Tim Pool one night, and he made up a really good point because a lot of these – a lot of the transgender people are also autistic. I'm not just saying that. The numbers back that up. And he said a lot of these transition surgeries, it's almost like they're genociding 
autistic people, trying to genocide them from reproducing and everything else. And uh, genocide's nothing new in human history. No, it's a lot. It's <laughs> no, a lot. Right. It's a lot sneakier these days. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it, like Ask to, the American Indian about that one, right? Yeah. The American Native American. The Native, right, right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. Did I say it right? I don't. God, I'm gonna. Well, get, you know, I'm getting canceled. <laughs> like, oh God. God. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know if weird is the word, but it's kind of strange. You know, if you think about kind of the Democrats and their policies here, they want to they want to affirm the gender gender affirming uh, care, sex change surgeries. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it what it is: is sex change, and they love abortion, and neither one of those champion life. You, you know, Clay, I just we were talking or earlier reproduction. about the numbers right. of how many uh, teens were identify as transgender in the United States. And I found actually in Politico had an article just recently about it. It's 0.7%, right? 150 or 150,000 students between the ages of 13 and 17. And of all that, the majority do not receive gender affirming care. So nationwide, like, let's say, let's put that, what, let's say 50,000 of those receive, like, are possible candidates to receive gender affirming. So we're talking about, that's what I was talking about earlier. We're talking about all these laws based upon 50,000 people. That that's what we're doing. That's why this has become all these bills. Everybody one up in each other, based upon a population of fifty thousand. I mean, I, I, don't, I mean, don't you see a problem with that? That that's an issue that we we spent all this time devoting all this time to an issue that involves fifty thousand people. Well, I mean, look at all the look at all the fuss they made about a, a, a few hundred broken windows on January sixth. So yeah, I can totally. <laughs> oh God! Well, they they actually we I had that scheduled for today. Your buddy Stuart Rhodes got uh, eighteen years yesterday, and That's a apparently damn shame. apparently the uh, judge didn't didn't lick it was just a bunch of broken windows. It's a damn shame. All right, so I got an article pulled up here. One in five adult members of general of Gen Z self identifies LGBTQ. It is a social contagion. Well, I'm just saying right here is what the numbers I, they've got is, is between agree. 13 and 17. It's 150,000. Where where are all the – where's all the, 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 the trans kids and, like, the Amish community and stuff where where kids are raised, where they're deprived of, you know, popular culture and it's work ethic-based, you know, you know faith-based lifestyle and stuff like that? It's it. We live in we live in a, a day and age where kids are extremely spoiled. They're given everything they want, and it's an instant world. Anything, instant gratification. I know this, but you know, I, I somewhat grew up in that world. I'm, as a millennial, I saw the the changing of one civilization of this level of technology to a completely different. I saw the birth of the internet, and I've seen the world. Even raising my own son, who's sixteen now, he literally believes that everything just falls out of the sky for him. And I, the more and more kids are that way, just like the the incel situation. Yeah, that's they live in their mom's basement until they're thirty five. You know, you playing know, video you, games. To bring that up. I was uh, I went to uh, St. Joe's High School graduation. A kid that works for me, you know, he's uh, real close to me. He um, graduated high school and he's going to the army next week, right? And I was talking to the recruiters. I was in the Marine Corps, and so his recruiters were about my age, and and uh, you know, I was telling him what a good kid he is, and they were all you know excited, and we had gotten discussion about. I had read articles about how enlistment rates are completely down and it's hard to recruit. And I said, you know, what do you guys think of what I've read? It's this generation. And they said, yeah, that's been their experience. Like this generation is, is, um, is, has, uh, are just not joining the military, right? They're not, they're not for those kinds of things anymore that maybe we were all raised on patriotism, those kinds of things. And so it's interesting how they are, when you, you brought up spoiled and that's changed where now we can't even recruit enough people to join the Marines or the army, or the air force, and that because of this generation having that kind of attitude, yeah, which we, is kind of a scary thing. We were anti-war. They're anti-work. Anything <laughs> right. that's hard. <laughs> yeah. That looks so, hard. 
Let's yeah. take a, let's take a call real quick. Hey Jerry, you got a minute or two, brother? Hey, no, I just um, I appreciate. It. I don't I don't want to call too many times, but two quick things that Sean mentioned earlier. He's talking about just the number four and how many kids you know were playing in sports in Utah and how many transgender. What what number is good for you if it's one or two or three that you take a eight year old and you basically mutilate them for life? I mean, shouldn't it be an age of consent like eighteen or more? And y'all just mentioned, Sean just mentioned 50,000 people nationwide. Were you saying that's how many people are truly transgender? I no, I said, I said between the ages of 13 and 17. Oh, okay. Between the ages right, of 13 and 17. But, so those numbers, we're changing the entire country with, you know, Tuckett bathing suits and beer commercials and everything. It seems like they're pushing this, like I said earlier, and using anyway, but what number would you be satisfied with if you Jerry, and C were mutilating a child under age? Sure. Age First of all, I'm not for mutilating anyone, and that's not what I said. Second, what I said is what you guys love. You guys love less laws, right? So you should be against all these laws. But apparently, because there's four kids in Utah, you think we need a law. Yeah. But if there's had no, something to do with health care, you'd be like, now nah, we don't need a law for that. But we need a no, law no, for I four don't. kids. Four kids. Because they're being sued in some instances to force participation. And that's fine. Look, I'm for zero laws. I'm more libertarian than it, than probably your guest is. It's just, uh, anyway. I, he I disagrees with you, Jerry, on that one. He's laughing right now. <laughs> so he disagrees no, with you. I'm Dale Gribble, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good, man. I'm, I'm Ron Paul all the way. Hey, <laughs> there you go, Ron Paul. I, I'm, um, Ron Paul should have been president. We wouldn't have these problems. Like <laughs> I like this guy. What, we agree. What, like, like, you know, I actually like, like Ron Paul. Paul Jerry, uh, Jerry, that's hilarious. This is a twice we've agreed today. I, I don't know, man. Then, Something's then, in the air. Then you would know what a default meant, then. There is no default. <laughs> we have plenty of money. We're just spending too much. We I are spending too much. <laughs> $1.6 trillion out of the budget today. And you know what? You wouldn't like it because it wouldn't be a transgender studies. That would be the first thing I cut it. <laughs> underwater, underwater, underwater basket weaving for transgender thank folks. Thanks, Clay, thank you so much. Thanks, hey, Jerry. I want to put a plug out, too. Tell, tell all of his advertisers hello when you go in. you got a place on 51 that does a grilling store. Nicest people in the world. I heard them advertised on your show, so I went by there. I can't remember the name of it. It's on Highway 51. Grills in Mississippi. But anyway. Yep. Yeah, they're they're all. That's a, if you haven't been in there, guys, that's a awesome, awesome place. Yes, yeah, fantastic you. family that owns that place. Yep, right. it is. Yeah. All right, Jerry, appreciate it. Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Clay Edwards Show dot com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at U List Realty. Hey, are you going to be out? home shopping this weekend are you thinking about moving to god's country i mean brandon mississippi uh become be my neighbor won't you uh move out to stonebridge right by out there check it out it's right behind stonebridge elementary a stone's throw from brandon high school as a matter of fact your kids could walk or ride their bike to either if you choose stonebridge there's new construction starting now as low as 275 get out there check it out Get in touch with Brad Burleson at ulistms.com and find out more about Stonebridge. It's Rankin County's premier development, uh, or it was when they developed it about 10 years or so ago. Took a little break, and now they're back with new construction. There's lots of amenities out there, a pool, a, a community pool, a clubhouse, a playground for the kids. The sidewalks are nice and wide. Like Two people could actually ride a bike side by side on these dang things. They're so wide. And uh, it is, it's right there in Rankin County, in the Rankin County School District. But the great thing is it's actually in the county. 
not in the city proper. So it's like the county. So taxes are going to be a little bit better for you. Stuff of that nature. Uh, Brad can tell you about all that. I don't want to misquote anything here, but check out ulistms.com. Get out there. right off Highway 18. Again, right behind Stonebridge Elementary in Brandon. Uh, it is growing. The amphitheaters literally would be two minutes from your house. They have that new development going in there by the Home Depot. It's going to have a bunch of restaurants and chain stores and new grocery stores, some other stuff they had not announced yet. Ulistms.com. Do they got water? They have water. I mean, oh, yeah. That's, that's, you know, I mean, you live where I live. That's an important thing. There's no potholes? No potholes. Okay. That, I can, that I'm aware of. There's no water. I mean, there's water. There's no water issues. Okay. Wow. And uh, crime is uh, non-existent for the most part. Really? You know, yeah. you get, there's a dummy everywhere. You can't, you can't, you can't predict stupid. Exercise your Second Amendment rights, and crime is always non-existent. Well, I tell you what, in Rankin County, with uh, Bubba Bramlett as the DA, you know, if you're truly exercising your your uh, self-defense, you're you're not going to end up on trial if uh, just because. Speaking of that, we didn't even get to the JPD officers thing. You yeah. know, man, let's hit it real quick. Yeah. Uh, and I, I one text I got says, "Quit calling it gender affirming care. It's gender mutilation, plain and simple." 100% correct. What I really want to say is don't cut your beep, 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 beep. I can't say what I want to say, so I'm just like over here tongue-tied, gender-affirming care. You know, I get it. I'm with you. It's not gender-affirming care. It's, it's mutilation. It's cutting people's wings off for no reason. Or We don't even talk about cutting women's breasts off and all the other stuff they do there. But You know, we talk about this so much. We need to change the intro song to, like, It's Raining Men or something. I mean, <laughs> I think that'd be – like, we like this is like every show. It's like, like the Clay Edwards and Sean were talking about transgender today. <laughs> all right, to the JPD thing. Um, and I'm with you. We, we could do a whole show on it. It's just – it's hot right now. I know. I get it. I know. I, mean, I know. Like, I know it. We, we could talk about transgender stuff or we can talk Meanwhile, about the debt, the debt ceiling. Meanwhile, you know, your money is fake. Your money is fake. Okay. That's all I need to say. Yeah. You know, we, the debt ceiling, that'll put butts in seats. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, right. I mean, I get it. It's important. It, it just don't make good radio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, JPD, three officers were arrested. One charge of murder, two charge of manslaughter. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I believe that's right. Yeah. I watched. I watched uh, the the female cop. She ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. I, I mean, she's been in constant trouble. Right? Yeah, she's had some problems. I, I looked at Kingfish's website. And he had things linked to it. I think she got busted with marijuana, which nothing against marijuana or anything yeah. like that. But it just. But you uh, can't be a cop and go do it illegally. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you got to use I some mean, common sense there. Uh, I always got to kick the, the I'm name. I'm pro marijuana. I don't have any problem with it, but it's just, yeah, you're a cop. You can't do legal. So I watched a little bit of that video. First off, that dude was, he was at one of those rent by, the, not rent by the hour, one of those extended stay hotels on 55. That's where all the, the drugs are on, on 55 of those extended stay hotels. They're a problem. Now, I've mm. learned a lot about extended stay hotels. When they pop up, it's like when you see one of these Jasco gas stations. Yeah, yeah. It's too late. The double quick, you know, a crime is going to yeah. happen at the double quick. It's too late. You know, if right. there's a Jasco, <laughs> yeah. you stay yeah. too long. You stay too long. You know, there's you, no, the you, save a lot. You're like, okay, there's a save a lot. I better, better the get out of here. The boardwalk of gas stations. <laughs> you now own a rental property. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, man, there was something wrong. I don't know why he wouldn't just. It, again, it always goes back. Whether the cops were in the wrong or not, it always goes back. If you had just done what you were told. Mm-hmm. If you had just damn complied with the police, you wouldn't be a dead ass right now. And, 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 I, I, what, they, they should not have done it like they did it. 80-something tases and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, there was a and, lot of tasing going on. Lot, I mean, they were in the wrong. But at the end of the day, if this dude would have just complied, all they told him to do is leave the property. And he just wouldn't do it. He just wouldn't. I don't know if his, 
if there if there was some magical piece of female up in one of the rooms that he just couldn't quite shake off. I, I just I was just he came staying in a room or was he just on the parking lot? I, I don't know. I just, this morning I was watching that C.J. Lamaster clip and yeah. it looked like he was on the property. I don't know if he actually was in, but people were complaining about him, right? Yeah, That's he was on the property on. doing whatever, and he was just told to leave. I mean, it all comes back to if you had just done what you were told to do. You were told <laughs> it's private property. You weren't supposed to be there for whatever reason. Or they didn't want you there. Yeah. The security guard had told you to leave multiple times, and you just wouldn't damn leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, which I think, yeah, right, becomes a problem is complying with police, and you probably a good idea when police say do something, do it. Obviously, that being said, I don't know that what do they tase him like eighty times 80 or times, something. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it, you know, I don't know they, that they need to do that either. And no, then he had, I think I he agree. died of cardiac arrhythmia. Is correct, right? Cardiac mm-hmm. arrhythmia, right? So. Uh, the, it was it was excessive. It, it certainly was excessive. Um, died of F A F O. Do what? I said died of F A F O. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a hard time mustering up a lot of sympathy for somebody for something so easily avoidable. Yeah, I mean, right. If he had just if he had just complied, it wouldn't happen. I mean, I think you know the. I don't know. We you know I'd love to. I, I don't recall what the standards are for using the taser i was reading some article about it earlier this morning because i just didn't know and it, it says that you what this article i read i know that this police would be able to explain this better than me it said that you should only use it in a situation when you would also use deadly force this is what this article i read now that could be wrong cops yeah, out try, there know better to, than me try to use it in replacement of deadly yeah that's force. what i read alex and police i know a lot of police listen to the show not as an, know better than i do so. not as an attitude adjustment yeah right 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 exactly and there's apparently there's only like two types of tasers that the police do use and um so that you're supposed to use it in that context so i don't know you know which should they have used it that many times and that's a standard i mean i think it's going to be a tough case though to try i think it'd be a very difficult one all right uh let's go ahead and take a break real quick so when we come back we got a little bit more landing strip. Okay. Remind everybody about Chad's big show this weekend and say our farewells till Monday. I will be here live Monday. Uh, so open invitation to anybody who wants to call in and chop it up with me. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. As we get ready to land the plane here uh, after another great week of shows. And just a reminder, I will be in here live Monday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And uh, Sean just said he would come in and and uh, do it with me. He's not going to be here next Friday. He's going to be out of town, so we'll get our two shows in one way or another. Real quick, coming up next here on 103.9 FM on the Jim Thorne Show, uh, his musical guest for the day is from Clarksdale, Mississippi. His name is Randy Fort. Tenth Street Red Cohen. I, that's got to be blues, right? Always. That's got to be blues. So that'll be a great show, man. Something to wind down your your week here a little bit. I know the politics. By Friday, we're all a little exhausted. <laughs> you know, by the time I get through with Jameson and uh, Mike and Kim Wade, I'm ready to unplug. I listen to. I don't listen to podcasts no more for the weekend. It's all music for me. Yeah. And you got a three day weekend for most folks here. And Chad Wesley, you know my boy, him and the full band. Tomorrow, I mean, not tomorrow, I'm sorry, Sunday night. Sunday Shaggies, night. starting at about 6.30. Yep. Man, going to get out there around 2 and be good parched by the time Chad goes on. All ages, free show. All ages, free show. Man, and it's on the page. If you have not been to Shaggy's yet for one of their concerts out there, they got a huge, huge, like, dock-sized deck, if you remember the dock back in the day. And they got, they got a nice stage. Uh, it's going to be nice out there. The restroom situation is not ba- is not non favorable. This is a good situation. These are the little things that matter. Mm-hmm. You can you can ride up on your boat. It's going to be a good time. I intend on being there myself. Oh, their bathrooms are great, man. Yeah. Like you get your own private room with mm-hmm. an air conditioner. Best place to take a slam. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sean, 
great week of shows with you, man. The two shows yeah. this week I thought were our best two to date. Jerry, thank you for calling in. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jerry. We have, we, I love it when you call, man. I love you hating on me. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Ron Paul 2012, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and look, as we get closer to the election, I'm telling you, this uh, this Clay and Sean duo here, as we get really cranked up, is going to be is going to be fun. You know, the left versus right. There's going to be a lot of stuff that we will disagree on, and I think that will make great radio. Chad Wesley, thank you for getting up and coming in early with us, brother. Yes, Looking sir. Looking forward thank you. to seeing you Sunday. And you said half covers, half originals. Is that going yeah. to be the plan? I'm gonna split the show up this time. If you ever heard, if you've never heard Chad do his version of cover songs, they are not uh, to the T cover songs. They're his own spin on them, and you will not be disappointed. I can promise you that. I've seen him do it enough to co-sign on it. I appreciate you guys. Jim Thorne up next, followed by Jameson Haygood, then Kim Wade, four to six to close out the day here on one hundred three nine WYAB. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.